Welcome to the Mount Washington Valley Spirit Podcast. Today's episode is entitled, Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation, Part 3. This is the third installment of a four-part series on Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation. On the previous two podcast episodes, we discussed natural situations and phenomena due to meteorology as well as from the cosmos that can affect a paranormal investigation. Some of this material that I'm going to cover today is also from a previous podcast episode that I had produced in the past. Today I will discuss four naturally occurring phenomena that pertain to radio waves as well as a few miscellaneous natural phenomena that can affect a paranormal investigation. Ionospheric radio wave propagation. There is a phenomenon that allows long distance radio communications that is called ionospheric radio wave propagation. This phenomenon occurs when solar magnetic radiation emanating from sunspots, which are magnetic storms on the sun, electrically charges the Earth's ionosphere. The ionosphere is a region of Earth's atmosphere that ranges from 30 to 250 miles above the surface of the Earth. When solar electromagnetic radiation causes an ionosphere to become electrically charged, it causes the ionosphere to act like a mirror for radio signals below 30 MHz, so it is possible for the signals to bounce off of the charged ionosphere and end up hundreds or even up to 10,000 miles away or more on the other side of the world. Radio signals can also bounce off of the Earth's terrain and water to allow for multiple skips. Sunspots, which cause radio propagation, are on a 11-year cycle. Therefore, ionospheric radio wave propagation conditions go on an 11-year cycle and in intensity-wise. In 2006, we were at the lowest activity part of the cycle. The cycle peaked again in 2013 and is estimated to peak again in November of 2024. It is predicted to be one of the strongest solar peaks on record. Ionospheric radio wave propagation isn't always happening. Some days it is very strong and using an AM radio, citizens band radio, or shortwave radio, you can hear signals coming from all over the world. Other days, there is no active ionosphere radio wave propagation due to ionospheric conditions. The level of propagation completely depends on sunspot intensity on the surface of the sun. There is no exact science to predict when propagation conditions will be present, but there are ways to have a well-informed guess. Often, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, which is a department within the United States government, will report when there was a big solar flare, which will create Aurora Borealis or Aurora Australis, also known as the Northern and Southern Lights. This can often increase ionospheric radio wave propagation. There are really only two things that you can do to see if there is ionospheric radio wave propagation conditions in your area. The first way is to buy a shortwave radio and check out multiple radio bands below 30 MHz. However, the easier option is to monitor two websites which are maintained by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The Space Weather Report, caused by the Sun, 
can be found at https colon slash slash www dot swpc dot noaa dot gov. That is a website to look at in the few days leading up to your investigation. Just before and during your investigation, it is beneficial to check on the current status of the ionospheric radioid propagation reports, which can be found at https colon slash slash www.swpc.noaa.gov slash communities slash radio hyphen communications. Aurora Borealis and Aurora Australis. This phenomenon, also known as the Northern Lights and the Southern Lights, depend on whether it is coming from the North Pole or the South Pole. It is caused by the Sun. The Sun emits charged particles and if enough of them interact with the Earth's magnetic field, exciting atoms and molecules in the Earth's atmosphere, and it results with the molecules and atoms lighting up. The various gases in Earth's atmosphere cause the different colors. While nitrogen causes red and blue aurora, oxygen creates green aurora. Aurora can appear to be in waves or spirals. So how can this affect a paranormal investigation? Such as with ionospheric radio wave propagation, radio signals can bounce off of aurora. However, upon doing so, unlike ionospheric radio wave propagation, the signals are distorted greatly. If one is strong enough to interact with your audio equipment, it can come across as a distorted voice which could be misinterpreted as paranormal activity. Your device can receive the original signal and the one that bounced off the atmosphere milliseconds apart, making it sound uniquely distorted. If you are someone who insists on using a spirit, franks, or ghost box, which cannot interact with ghosts by the way, another victim of the availability cascade that I spoke about in the previous episodes, which basically means that false information has been passed around for so long that some people believe it as fact and nothing will convince them otherwise because they so badly want and need to believe that this device can do what is claimed of it. I am sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but the device can't do what is claimed of it. Anywho, that particular device can pick up the distorted radio signals, which can be further fueling of the incorrupt assumption that these voices that you are hearing on the device are paranormal activity. If you wish to hear more on that particular topic of paranormal investigation equipment that I don't recommend, seek out my podcast episode entitled Paranormal Investigation Equipment That I Don't Recommend. Meteor Scatter This is where man-made and natural radio signals can reflect off of the countless meteors that are near our planet particularly from the debris trails that are often left behind by comets. And that signal reflects back towards the surface of the Earth. This can cause the same interference with your investigation as ionospheric radio wave propagation. Some radio communication hobbyists engage in this method of communication for the challenge and entertainment. If there is an active ionospheric radio wave propagation, situation, there is also the possibility for meteor scatter. Moon bounce. This is where radio signals being produced by man on the earth bounce off of the moon 
and come back to Earth. Amateur radio communication hobbyists often engage in Earth-Moon-Earth -Earth communication recreationally. This can cause the same interference with your investigation as ionospheric radio wave propagation if the singles are strong enough. If there is active ionospheric radio wave propagation, there is the possibility for moon bounce. Even if there is no ionospheric radio wave propagation, such as where it is very minimalized at nighttime, that is actually even a more prime time for there to be moon and earth bouncing because there is a lot less interference. Is there a way to keep all of these radio waves from affecting your audio equipment? Yes, there is. It is called a Faraday bag or a Faraday cage. They run in costs from $15 to $25 depending on size. I use one on my voice recorder to block out any potential radio signals. I know some of you are saying right now, but Mr. Extreme, if I use a Faraday bag on my Spirit, Ghost, or Frank's box, I won't hear anything because the radio waves are being blocked out and the spirits can't talk to me. Oy vey! Let me tell you about this little device. If you haven't read my blog post or heard my podcast about this device on the episode entitled Paranormal Investigative Equipment that we don't recommend. The Spirit, Frank's, or Ghost Box device was proposed and created by Frank Sumption in 2002. He proposed that a modified shortwave radio would allow a deceased entity to speak to the living through the device. Frank claimed that he received the instructions on how to build the device from the spirit world. Although there isn't any science of any kind to back up his proclamations, many in the paranormal investigation field began using copies of this device as they enjoyed the premise that such a device could be feasible. Users of this device believe that somehow, after death, a spirit has gained the skill set to speak through radio waves being picked up by this device, which scans through radio frequencies at a fast rate. Some people swear by this device, but they may not understand the deeper science pertaining to the device electromagnetic radiation, and the capabilities of a deceased human spirit. Personally, I would love it if the device could do what it is claimed to do, or that a paranormal entity, after death, gained the skill set to engage in a superhuman feat of speaking on radio frequencies or manipulating the device to allow it to do so. The desire for such a device to exist and the want for its advertised capabilities to be true by so many people that you will find forms of this device being used everywhere. What you are hearing when using this device are snippets of radio transmissions from broadcast radio stations. Some people claim that what you are hearing is a spirit speaking or a spirit controlling the words that get through. If you put the device in a Faraday bag, which blocks up most radio signals, you will find that the device has gone silent. I am someone that has been a radio communications hobbyist for nearly 30 years. I run one of the largest communication groups in the world. Any radio technician will tell you that the ghost box, spirit box, or Frank's box, depending on which one you have, cannot do what is, is claimed to do. I ask again, logically. How in death does the spirit gain the ability to speak using FM radio or gain the knowledge to modify the components of a radio to speak through it? There is something called the observer expectancy effect. In this case, it basically means that the person using the device expects it to do what is claimed that it can do and perceives any output from the device in a way 
that it backs up their personal desire for the device to do what it is claimed to do. Please don't spend any money on this device. At least a K2 meter can be used to find radiation sources in a house. Personally, I wouldn't use it, but that's another story. I wish there was a device that did what it is claimed that the ghost box could do, or that people gain the skill set to do what is theorized that they can do after death. I am sorry. None of this is true. Please step back for a moment and think with some general scientific logic. What is claimed of this device in paranormal entities after death isn't scientifically possible. On our next episode entitled Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation Part 4, we will discuss other various phenomena that are naturally occurring that can influence a paranormal investigation. Please visit us online at www.mwvspirit.com where you can find our social media sites and blog. Thank you for listening to the Mount Washington Valley Spirit Podcast, where we don't like to be normal, we like to be paranormal.